and gentlemen, welcome to the Friday Wrap-Up with Greg Campbell, Paul Stevenson, and David Warren. Get the latest of what's going on in Ottawa when it comes to real estate, mortgages, and whatever else they want to talk about. Have a coffee, some laughs, and learn something new each Friday at 10 a.m. Good morning, Gregory, David. This is the Friday Wrap-Up. My name is Paul Stevenson. I am a owner of Referral Mortgages here in Ottawa. I'm here with David Warren, my business partner, and Greg Campbell, who owns Blue Panda Realty in Ottawa as well. Gentlemen, I'm, I'm, I'm a partner. I'm a partner. Let's not, partner. Let's not get it confused. Partner. partner, yes. Labels are very important. <laughs> What's shaking, gentlemen? I am his partner. I'm not his spouse. eh? (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Uh, Look at us all in green with our mugs and white shirts. David, you should have been wearing a white shirt today. Ah, I missed the memo. I missed yeah. the memo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't send Dave the memo. Unfortunately, it's funny because I'm actually I'm actually looking at it and it looks cool with the white with the white oh. background on the anyways all white things. Yeah. Um, so how was, was the nice. week, gentlemen? How are things going? <laughs> I can't believe it's Friday. To be honest, uh, after being away and then uh, you know I had a lot of really weird things happen over the last week. And uh, including last night, which is why I'm a little, little sleepy this morning. Um, so you know, but overall, overall good. Uh, I can't complain really about anything other than I wish new builders would give their um, their new buyers move-in dates mm. so that I could sell their properties that they currently own. You mean the 15-day notice of a closing date isn't sufficient? <laughs> the, the the thing oh yeah and this is and paul we talked about this the whole um yeah uh so your moving date is moved from may to we don't know when it is yeah yeah and they they actually say typically in those letters that we will don't worry we're going to give you 10 days notice before your closing so you have plenty of time to get everything organized brutal yeah well things and, happen overnight rome was in built that, in a day right and we have yeah. to and most most banks we can only get like they require an appraisal on a new build and we can only get do the appraisal once the build is done and at least 97% complete. So when they give that notice of, Hey, you're moving dates in 10 days. Well, that's when we have basically 10 days to start their financing. Um, yeah. We're, we're backwards. Usually you want a 10 day buffer for everything to be fully completed. And the, the lender or the, sorry, the builders give us 10 days before closing to start. Uh, so a little bit backwards. Yeah. Um, I talked about both of you this week, actually. I had the uh, the pleasure of being a guest on a podcast, which was uh, a new a new thing. Um, I was actually invited to speak about the Friday wrap-up. Um, so Scott Peckford, is, uh, he runs a podcast called I Love Mortgage Brokering. Um, it's one of the larger ones in Canada. And he specifically wanted to hear how this podcast, the Friday wrap up has impacted our, our business. So, uh, gave a lot of history, explained that we've been doing this for four years and he was just asking about, you know, what's been working, uh, you know, what, what, what has, uh, what have we changed, I guess, in the last six months to get kind of the, the recent traction and so on. And, uh, it was a pretty cool experience, but, um, it got a lot of eyes actually on the, on the podcast. And again, we, you know, we, we posted it in February that, uh, you know, we had, I think it was, uh, 25 downloads in, in, in January. And that was a, 
That was a great uptick. We just looked this morning, we had a hundred in the last week. So clearly there's people, uh, there's some consumption happening. There's some consumers. And, and I will say that's, that's aside content. from the views on, on Facebook or anything like that, which, you know, all you great people that uh, are watching us live. That we love you. Factor. We support, we support yeah. you. We support you. Um, so interesting article yesterday, uh, David, you kind of sent it around and, uh, was a bit mind blowing. It was talking about the number of homes on the market and the average sale price. Do you want to maybe speak to that quickly? We can I yeah. think that'd be a good uh, discussion topic. I, th- for I think maybe, uh, Stephen, if you can pop it up here for, uh, for the people that are watching live, um, it was out in the citizen yesterday and it, I, I found it really spoke to, you know, we always talk about and everyone in the market, uh, the public is, you know, wondering what the hell is going on in the market. Why are prices so exorbitantly high or escalating? Things like that. And we always talk about supply and demand and, and there are not enough listings. And, you know, and typically for a balanced market, you need at least three months of supply. Uh, and so the, the article is really speaking to kind of giving a, a few year history of listings. Uh, and, you know, what those numbers were like over the past few years. And so, you know, it speaks to, you know, there's about 400,000 houses, residents in, uh, in Ottawa. So not population, just, you know, residents. Uh, uh, and that in 2019, in January of 2019, there was, uh, or February, 2019, there was, I believe it's 3,700 houses on the market. Yeah, it was 3,700 of, of 400,000 houses. There was 3,700. So, you know, that's a, pretty minute number in comparison to, you know, 400,000 houses. Uh, you know, it's already, that's already a pretty, you know, small, small surplus, uh, or supply fast forward to 2020, that number dropped to, uh, what was it? It was like 1700, 1700 or Able to scroll Uh, down Stephen there on the article a bit, just to, uh, I think it's in the first or second paragraph. Yeah. 1700 to 1700 on that. And then, you know, and so again, 1,700 of 400,000 houses uh, need, you know, people looking in this, you know, you've got when we have an average right now of 10 to 20,000 people or 20,000 people a year coming to Ottawa at a minimum, like migration, uh, you know, that's a significant portion, uh, you know, or, or, you know, limited supply. And then fast forward to this past February, there was 900. Mm hmm. And we've talked even over the last couple of weeks, there's, there's been weeks and where there's only, you know, 650, 700 homes listed, uh, which is, as you said, when you're talking 400 households and, and people migrating and uh, investors, you know, then this isn't even factoring in investors. This is just factoring in people like actual home, physical homes in Ottawa. That's not residents. That's not people, like we said, migrating here or investors coming from out of, out of province or, or out of city to, to buy here. So the, the competition is, uh, is very fierce. And, and just looking at these numbers and, you know, we had a conversation yesterday, Dave, internally about, uh, you know, speaking with someone that was, that's fairly high up at Equifax or sorry, not Equifax. Uh, yeah, at yeah, Equifax. Equifax. Yeah. Uh, and they were just saying that they, you know, they forecast pretty much the exact same thing. There's just a, a huge scarcity. There's a, there's a lack of supply right now. The supply chain is, is delayed for new builds. Uh, and for the foreseeable future, uh, the demand is going to remain there, if not increase, and the supply is going to remain the same, if not uh, maybe slightly be slowed down even further just because of all the restrictions. And, uh, you know, a lot of the people that work in these factories, like anything that's that's actually has to be constructed or, or cut or anything like that, all these people are are not working. So, you know, factories are at, you know, 25 to 40 percent capacity just as far as employees. 
which limits production, right? And that slows everything else down as well. Yeah, all your supplies, your windows, you know, things like that that need to be manufactured in a in a uh, you know in a plant. They're either limited employees because of you know COVID restrictions or or what have you, or others where you know they're able to be on CERB and there's you know there may be their salaries are you know thirty thousand minus taxes. And they're you know some of them are just like you know what I'm just going to stay home, not take the risk, and collect CERB instead. Uh, and so you have a, a slowdown there. But one thing I thought the article touched on. That was interesting. And I never really considered it with regards to the pandemic. You know, we talked about before of kind of that during the lockdowns or during the pandemic that uh, there's, you know, a number of people that don't want to list their home because they don't want people coming through. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we've talked about that, which makes sense. But the other side of it they spoke to is uh, the baby boomers because of the issues in the long-term care homes and retirement residences that typically you have, you have a a portion of the population that, you know, these baby boomers that are on the, you know, on the upper end of that, that move into long-term care homes and their houses become Mm. available. And now Mm. nobody's wanting to go into these long-term care homes when there's, you know, when they're just a disaster, if you will. Uh, So they're maintaining in their homes. So that's less supply as well. Plus the people not wanting to have people through, um, you know, all of that combined kind of just really created this outrageously perfect storm. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was some interesting factors that we've kind of talked on, but then also some, some other, you know, providing that those comparison statistics of uh, the listings, you know, year over year, and then that long-term care uh, home uh, kind of angle as well, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gregory, thoughts? Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's it's wild, and it's I just don't know where it's where it's going to go. I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday who's restaurant owner, and he thinks they're going to shut them down again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and with things like that if they continue to happen, then this is just going to 100% keep going because the more fear that's instilled, especially in uh, the elderly, you know, they're not going to move. They're just going to be staying there. And I don't know when that's going to change. And there's a lot of people there. And I mean, when I say elderly, I mean that that could be anyone from, you know, 50 plus 60 plus, I don't know. Um, So who knows? And, you know, I'm dealing right now, which is very frustrating for me. I'm dealing with, I have four clients that want to sell and we're trying to buy and it's all kind of happening at the same time. So right now I'm just struggling with, you know, looking at, looking at the numbers, where we're going to go, what's happening. And there was one that came out yesterday for this one couple I'm working with now came on the market, uh, six, six fifty, not holding offers. They had two showings. They got two bully offers and sold for eight seventy five in Orleans. Like, <laughs> And then we just, and then we went and saw another one that's holding offers at six fifty. and I'm looking at it. And I'm like, I don't even know what to tell you. I, I don't know what to tell you here. Like I can't yeah. even guess I'm, I'm looking at it. It's six fifty. That other one sold for eight seventy five. I'm like, the location on this one is great. The, the, uh, the size is not as nice, but it's the, the home is ridiculously immaculate. I'm like, what this, this little house down the hill backing on the ravine is what a million dollars suddenly. <laughs> Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. uh, and, and it's crazy because now I'm sitting here looking at my business going, okay, I have all of this business. Like that's, that's a lot. So four, four buys, four sells. I mean, that's eight deals that I should, that should be getting done between now and, and the end of April at the latest, like all of them. 
And I don't know if that's going to even, I don't know if they're going to happen. I don't know if that's going to go into, uh, you know, summer. Like I just, or, you know, my guys, they might just give up and say, you know what, we can't even deal with this. So this, so that's the thing too, where I know that everybody thinks, you know, that realtors are cashing in uh, and that we're doing well, but you got to remember there's so many realtors in town. There's less homes on the market. There's buyers going around like crazy looking for stuff, but there's a lot of people that are losing. Uh-huh. So, you know, there's, uh, there's a lot that are doing well. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm doing okay, but like compared to what it would be in a regular market, there's no, uh, there's no way like you gotta be, uh, it's aggressive. How many, real, how many realtors are there in Ottawa? 3,000, 3,500. Yeah. About 3,500. Yeah. I think yeah. 35. So, so for each home listed on the market in February, there was three and a half realtors for every yeah. home. <laughs> You know, so that's it. Like, if you think about it, every and if every single realtor has at least one client as a buyer, then you've got thirty five hundred buyers for nine hundred homes. Like, mm-hmm. just like just as a you know, and there's there's way more buyers than that. But just you know, kind of putting it in perspective of yeah, that's, just, that's on average, you're gonna have four people trying to buy a house, right? Yeah. Four people putting in offers at a minimum, just based on those numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what it, and I sold. I think I did three in February, you know, that's me. Yeah. So, you know, I know there's, there's obviously some that did a little bit more, but then there's a lot that did zero Yeah, yeah. and that won't, you know, I think this is, it's going to be an interesting time. Cause I think there's a lot of people that might tap out a lot of yeah. agents, you know, you think so? And the part-time they, yeah, I, I would imagine, you know, because it, you know, it, there's that whole thing of a lot of people get in the business say, yeah, real estate. They don't, they don't understand first of all, how expensive it is to be in the business hmm. like, to be a realtor is not cheap. Um, and so you've got that added expense, you know, unless of course you're joining a bigger team to get the experience and then, uh, you know, joining a bigger team can lead definitely to more deals. But I mean, there's a lot of people that might just, you know, even part-timers, it doesn't really matter if they have a full-time job. They can just see that. I can see that being discouraging as well. If you, you know, you get totally, usually it used to be hard to get leads, right? Now you have, you might have a bunch of leads, but you can't even complete the transaction. Mm -hmm. I have like, I I have a a nice system in place and we're getting leads, but that's the whole thing. I've been passing them off to some agents and they just can't, you know, people are just dipping. (laughs) They're like, this is too crazy. And they don't believe you. Mm. Like, that's the thing. Like the buyers, like I'm approved to this. Like I want to get in the market. And then you're like, well, that's only going to get you this. And they're like, what are you talking about? And then you go and submit an offer. Then they're like, no, 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 this is only worth this price to me. It's like, okay, well, we'll, we'll go through this, the motions. And then they get 15 offers and it sells for 200,000 more Then they're like, okay, I'm just, I'm out mm-hmm. like one try. They're like, fuck that. Right. Yeah. So anyways, well, I mean, we'll see. There's a, like, we always say there's no crystal ball, but, um, it's just, uh, yeah. Like how, how, how much longer when, when is, when yeah. is, when is our cap? Are we, are we predicting end of year guys? Is it, is it going to stop and then just go back to 1%, 2% year over year? It's got to stop at some Not, point. I mean, at some point it'll slow down, but right now I think with, you know, new, the demand that's out there, the population that we have, the migration that we have and the lack of new product coming on the market, uh, is, is just not, you know, sufficient enough to, to carry that. I mean, we, we would probably need something in the neighborhood of like five to 6,000 homes on the market in a given month, probably 
to be able to sustain like a more balanced market and you know like because you need you know and i'm tossing it out there but i think that's roughly probably around where it is and you're you know we're talking 900 um homes for february yes i mean i see in my neighborhood of of you know more more listings coming out and coming on the market mm-hmm. as we as we've come out of lockdown and you know as you know spring is in the you know kind of in the near distant future uh it's has, yeah it's in the air it's in the air i mean it was minus 25 uh this morning <laughs> uh, walked to the office but uh next week next week, next week plus eight yeah, no, eight no. and nice swing. a nice it. swing yeah. uh but yeah i think i think it's you know there's not really any end in sight uh as of now uh i, I just don't i just don't see it i think i think a lot of those you know once some of these new condos that are coming are finished that that might help but those are but those people that were like eyeing townhomes like town row townhomes freehold or semi-detached they're gonna have to realize that you know it's a condo it's gonna be a condo life instead um, mm-hmm. I think that's really the only way of, of kind of transitioning some of these buyers from being focused on freehold to, you know, kind of that condo living. Um, it, you, you couldn't imagine a year ago, and I mean, I've listened to some of our shows from last year, but you can't imagine a year ago thinking that you could, if someone said, listen, if you list your house right now, you're going to get guaranteed 100 to 150,000 more than you think. It's like, <laughs> holy shit. Like you'd think that thousands of people would be listing their houses, but it's not the case. You know, it's like people are, are of yes. that. again, it's kind of yeah. that fear has set in of, well, what if this, what if that it's like, they're asking all the what if questions instead of like, why not? You know, like that's uh, I mean, at 4,000 homes, that would still only be 1% of the homes in Ottawa on the market. So, I mean, we're looking at like point zero like a fraction of a percent like you know i just did the math it's it's point zero zero two two five yeah (laughs) of homes on the market wow we got a question for you greg okay from henry it says what have you seen in terms of potential buyers having to in quotes give up on their house hunt i worked with an agent last year who told me one of his clients was priced out of ottawa i was amazed at the time but i imagine it's become more common So this, I had this happen to me three times, actually, in 2019 and 2020, beginning, where, and I said, priced out of Ottawa, I'm saying priced out of Ottawa meant priced out out of, uh, you know, Ottawa itself. So they were looking in the suburbs, in Orleans, and we ended up, all three of them, we, we went to Rockland, right? So that, and that was in 2019, 2020. So as, as, as time's gone on, I personally haven't, uh, haven't seen it with the people that I'm dealing with. Everybody that I'm, I've been dealing with lately has been approved to uh, a level that makes sense. Um, but I know that it's happening. I know that it's happening all the time. And that, like I was just saying before, people are, are going to start dropping out soon, which is, you know, which is one of those things. Like, does that mean that there's going to be less competition? Well, not really, because somebody else is going to want to buy a place. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I, I think, and the country properties now, like I was looking at stuff in Osgood today. Well, I'm going out to Osgood, Carlton Place, the same thing's happening. Yeah. You know, there's just It's actually, it's things. an interesting, uh, the, the, the point that Dave mentioned in that article about baby boomers not kind of, you know, moving out of their homes mm-hmm. into the long-term facilities 
long-term care facilities, that also, you know, typically there's kind of that natural progression. The new buyer, new home buyers come in, first time home buyers, the baby boomers or, or, you know, the elderly kind of, kind of migrate as well into a different, that kind of keeps things moving, but there really is like, there's nothing going out the back door now, right? Everything is just kind of a wall up of nothing on that end. So it's just like a backlog now of buyers and the, it's like, you know, I see a picture a wall here and just like buyers keep hitting it. And this, this pool just keeps building up and building up and building up. I think to, I think to that uh, question and, and to Greg's point um, of, I think that a lot of the buyers that were wanting you know, that were priced, they're being priced at maybe a single detached home in their ideal area that they're looking, that they were hoping to buy in. And instead they're having to transition from that single detached because that's more pricey to a semi-detached or from a semi to a townhome instead. And, and, or, or having to, you know, move their target area as opposed to maybe being Orleans are now looking in Rockland, Cumberland or Mm -hmm. Winchester, um, Mm -hmm. you know, if going East, um, you know, things like that. I know Maddie, uh, Matt Manor, he just asked a question about, uh, you know, have we been seeing a migration to Gatineau and Hall? I know Greg, you don't operate in uh, Gatineau Hall, but But I have, I lost two clients. I lost two buyers to Gatineau. I, I, I have clients all the time that have, you know, basically they're looking in Ontario if they can find, but they're also then looking in, in Quebec and, and in Gatineau and Hall. And it's certainly been prices there have been certainly driving up. There's a lot more, you do get more bang for your buck right now, but they are seeing similar issues of, of, uh, supply and, and it is moving up, but there, is, there are still some good, there are good properties there and, and great deals. And I, I think that's, uh, going to happen but but certainly those people that have been driven out or are priced out of maybe the core or priced out of barhaven or something like that are, are now looking in embrin are looking in yeah. you know these other these other areas as well which um as ottawa grows and people work from home more it's not you know if and if they're not planning on going home i think that those areas will continue to grow and and those people just will be look you know refocusing well, and a lot of the, I mean, a lot of the reason why people stayed in the city was to be close to family and friends. And uh, over the last year, you know, you're mm-hmm. not allowed to see them anymore. So people are uh, probably <laughs> thinking a little differently. Not um, but there are still, you know, you, you think about most of those kind of rural neighborhoods now have, you know, paved roads, they have internet, like they have all these things that you might not have had 10, 15 years ago uh, as far as access. So, you know, being able to work remotely from there or people going to stay at their cottages or, you know, Greg, you're a perfect example. You know, you're able to get up to the cottage, work from there uh, and handle your business without having to be in the city. That's, I think people have had a, that perspective shift. And to your point, Dave, if, they're looking at maybe if, they, if their mind is set on a single family detached home and they can't do that in Ottawa, well, that's still the home we want. So, you know, we're willing to maybe if we have to drive somewhere, we'll drive the extra 10 minutes each time to still get the home we want instead of settling for maybe, uh, you know, a semi or a row home or something that is in their price range in Ottawa, but that isn't quite what they're, what they're hoping to fall into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it certainly, uh, you know, I, th- I think I think there's a lot of buy- like buyer habits or, or or living habits have changed this past year. You know, you touched on it. You know, friends, uh, friends and family. You know, kind of being close to them. And I know Paul, you've touched on it before. One thing is like this year's done is it's shrunk people's French friend circles to being you know that ten person bubble that it's like or five person bubble of being you know oh actually these are the people I actually want to, you know, be close to or whatever, maybe so that Mm -hmm. it's maybe not trying to be like, you know, center of the city or working from home and kind of, you know, the Shopify's of the world that are saying, well, we're not going to have an office anymore. You can work remotely that those people that a year ago or in 20, 
2019 or even January 2020 before the pandemic hit, we're saying, well, we're being priced out of Ottawa. We're not going to be able to buy anymore. That now these like work, the work uh, infrastructure has changed and, and all that that I think is also broadened or, or re, you know, grown that uh, the Ottawa limits are where people are looking. Greg, you're looking tired, buddy. I know. I'm I thought just he was ready to speak. He's asleep. That was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. Yeah, for those of you, for those of you that don't know, you missed the conversation pre-show. My daughter woke me up at three in the morning and then continued to axe kick me for a few, for an hour, and then I left, and then I've been awake and I'm, I'm very tired. Axe kicks to the groin. Yeah, thanks, Savannah. His voice was a little higher down. when he first came on. Um, He's like yeah. a couple octaves higher. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't really know what else to say about all the like. It's just uh, we just keep keep rolling. I'll have an update on my guys this this week, next next week, uh, and I'm excited about it because I got a few that are really ready to go, ready to submit, and I just don't know what's going to happen with them. Um, so, and I've also been this- talking to some people. Just one last point here. I've also been talking to people that have debated selling and just renting mm-hmm. for like three, four years. They're like, if, if I can profit, they're basically saying uh, with the equity they have in their house, they could cash out about half a million. And they're like, so half a million. So if I spend 2000 a month, you know, uh, so let's just you know, average that to say 20, well, 25,000 a year, right? You can do that. And then they, they're like, they can diversify and build other ways or buy a smaller investment property in a portfolio and rent it out to build equity that way. It's just, you know what I mean? The cash, the level is, uh, is pretty high. So that's a different uh, angle that I've heard a couple of times. People have been asking me about it anyways. I have another, yes. uh, another comment here from uh, Adam. He says, real estate. He says, my wife and I lost four bids this winter and are just going to stay where we are and try again next year. We lost one bid by 1500 On another house, we went 165000 over asking, and it went for 275000 over asking. He said, we'll see what happens next year. It was just too stressful, especially putting offers with no inspection conditions. Definitely the cards are in the hands of the sellers currently. Uh, As a buyer, I can imagine it would be stressful. Would be. I mean, he used the right word. It's uh, especially if you're not. I mean, we're in the industry, and it's still like you know, Greg. Even when you're trying to think of an offer, like it's it's challenging, even with comparables and and recent sales and be like having your thumb on the market. So I can imagine as you know, it'd be like me going in to buy. I don't know something I don't know much about uh, that I don't do day in and day out, and and you know, going to buy a car and being like, well, you have to, you can't even test drive. You have to buy it right now. There's 10 people waiting right behind you. Do you want it or not? It's like, holy fuck. Okay, girl, I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like it's just, and it's, you know, 28,000, but you have to buy it for 45. <laughs> yeah. 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 As soon as you leave, the car is actually only going to be worth 30, but we're going to charge 45. Not certified, not warranted. Yeah. The guy behind you is yeah. going to pay 60. So you want it for 45 or not, you know, <laughs> when you put it in that perspective and we're, and we're talking, this is, you know, 10 times those prices, uh, yeah. even more in some cases. So, I mean, it's a big decision. And, and, you know, we've said many times that I think Emily, le- you know, she left her when she was on the show as a guest, her closing remarks were don't rush into buying a house. And I mean, yeah. I, I still think that's sound advice. I mean, we're definitely not here to, to, to push people into buying a house. It's more just to educate people on what's happening and uh, let them know what's available to them. But I mean, it's definitely a, it would be a scary market to be a buyer. You really got to not, not necessarily scary, but you got to be, you got to have the proper information and, you gotta be, and ready. be ready to ready to go. Like you can't be, you can't be half in half out. You gotta be, you know, 
you got to be warm. You got to be in your, in your parka and your snow pants ready to go into the minus 30 weather. You can't go out in your shorts, you know? It, it's true. And, and the thing is like, it, you know, it all, again, we've said this so many times, it all comes down to education, but it's hard for certain people to kind of get it through their head um, of what they, what that really means when they get into the scenario, you know? So if, if they like the last comment, they, you know, they lost four bids and they were like, forget this, we're, we're out. Right. Um, and that can, that can be very common. And that's also very stressful for us. Cause then it's like, well, you know, am I not doing my job? You know? So I always say that, when you're working with a buyer, you need to have those con- like your agent, whoever you're working with should be having those con- Like if you lose like immediately after that, you should be having like a 30 minute conversation about it. Mm-hmm. But what happened? What did we do? What could we, what did we do wrong? What could we do to do better on the next one? Like a little, a total recap of the whole situation, because it's going to help you in the next round to either get you to win. Or if you lose again, you go back and then you just really have to start thinking about why you're, why you're doing this and what your, your end goal is. It would be interesting if I'm surprised coach houses haven't had a huge boom in the last year. Obviously supply is still an issue for materials, but um, it'd be interesting if you could build a coach house and then sell that lot. Like just sell a piece of your lot. So someone could actually own that coach. Yeah. Sever it off. Uh, Just have a bunch of these little mini villages everywhere. Yeah. You know? Yeah. When, yeah, the, uh, I don't think the city would like the, uh, you know, the lot is the house, you know, no, no, no setbacks, no, uh, sneaky, sneaky, no, just yeah. sneak in the back of the house. <laughs> I live in this yeah. corner. Um, Henry says he comes for real estate education, stays for the mood boost. Shall we? <laughs> Shall yeah, we hop into ahead. the mood boost? Uh, okay. This week we actually have four. I got four this week. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say if they're good or not. I'll let you guys be the judge. So, number one, I feel like the energy's low. Hold on. <gasps> Mood boost. Here we go. Number one. Let's do it. Why did the cowboy ride his horse? Because it was too heavy to carry. Oh yeah. <laughs> How do you clean a sousaphone? How do you clean a sousaphone with a tuba toothpaste? Wow. A tuba toothpaste. Wow. What's, yeah. Uh, what's the one thing that never works when it's fixed? Mm-hmm. A jury. <laughs> and last. That one's not bad. Last one, but not one least. One for three. One for three. One for three. <laughs> last but not least, I swallowed a clock the other day. It was very time consuming. Fifty <laughs> uh, percent. Be, before before you be, started, I was going to say we're going to hit fifty percent. It'll be a two for four, <laughs> and that's exactly what it was. It's never it's never a four for four or a three for three. It's always uh, <laughs> be in a room when they write these things. You know, just like it's me. This is my joke. Like I, I imagine there's like twenty people in a room, yeah, writing this shit. And just, you know, everybody going, oh, my God, that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah probably one line. And it's like, no, 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 not time, cons- not, not time restraining. We should say time consuming. You know, it's probably just like those one little nuanced oh, words. And- oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Kenny, we got to try this one on you. Um, look, awesome. look, look, so what- look at what I'm waiting for right now. Hold on quickly. I'm waiting for this. So this is new release from uniform uniform homes in like 20, 20 minutes or something mm-hmm. anyways. And then they open it up. You submit your form over 24 hours and then they pick your name out of a hat and you see if you get the new build. I think they've got four. 
Where? No, uh, where's uh, the location? I'm sure there's Water Ridge. Mm. Yeah, I won't. Okay. I won't even. I'm not even gonna say my comment. All right, I'm gonna save it. If anyone wants to know, message me. <laughs> four four well, homes and how many how many people do you think are submitting ah, forms? Dude, uh, I, I have several no, hundred. I honestly, who's receiving who's receiving those goddamn forms and who's paying them to get at the top of that list? <laughs> uh, I, yeah, not Greg apparently. <laughs> well, he's I like, don't know. Well, I want to be at the top of the list. I'll tell you that these these are nice ones, nice semi uniform. Mm. So it's just complete lottery. They got a good builder, but a it's lot of them are doing that. But Minto, yeah, Minto, yeah. all of them are doing that because they like there was issues with getting people to line up for days on end. They were yeah. getting uh, yeah. Minto got sued, I believe, for for their lineups and all that because they're you know people were having to wait for days, and so they've just all been doing lottery. Yeah, they've been doing lotteries, which I guess is fair. Um, I mean, it works. Yeah. It's fair. Yeah, people I mean, aren't having to camp least... out for four days. Uh, the people yeah. that you know can't that have that have to be at their jobs or with their family, you know. Mm. Uh, mm, those things are important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, good luck with that. <laughs> good luck with that, there, Gregory. That's 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 a mood boost. Hey, Paul, what's important? <laughs> jobs and families. Yeah. Oh, it's mood boost. <laughs> <laughs> well, Greg, your energy your, your energy has come full circle. When you when you came on, the back the background was blurry. You were in a bit of a haze. You know, now you're crystal clear. Yeah. Eyes are still a little uh, glossy, but uh, you're coming you're coming around. Yeah, you're yeah, coming around. yeah. And uh, and and guess what, boys? I will have this up within the next thirty minutes. Holy smokes! Thirty minutes. Yeah. Now, yeah. Start the clock. Start the clock. All right. Yeah. Well, let's uh, have a good week, gentlemen. Yeah, we'll see everyone next Friday. Good luck with that draw, Greg. You can let us know how it goes. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I think, I don't want to say for sure, but I think that we will have the new, new brand new label by next Friday. But uh, we'll have to talk about that offline. Yeah. We'll keep it rolling. Stay tuned. But yes, you can find the whole episode online. Uh, Just search the Friday wrap up on any podcast platform uh, in the next 30 minutes. So 11.04, (laughs) it'll be up there. Um, And yeah, if you guys have questions or anything else that uh, you want us to talk about, any topics or anything that you, any articles that you see during the week, feel free to post them or or send them to any one of us online. And we can, uh, we can certainly discuss those in the coming weeks, but uh, have a great weekend, everyone. And thanks as always for your, uh, for your support and uh, for tuning in. The Friday wrap up brought to you by Blue Panda Realty, referralmortgages.com and Stephen Hopkins video. No flash.